Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. There are many spiritual benefits to fasting. I personally have done spiritual fasting and it has helped me deal with an issue of lust. And before you judge, I have a separate blog post where I talk all about that. And you can click the link down below to read to see exactly what I'm talking about. But in any case, I'm going to tell you about other spiritual benefits of fasting. I highly recommend that you read my blog, The Step-by-Step Guide to Spiritual Fasting as well, so you can get the basic foundation of fasting. In that blog, I stated that what you are not doing is fasting to lose weight, and you are not fasting so that you can show how holy you are. It is one that is a transformative process between you and God, not for you to be some type of sacrificial lamb because you want attention from other people. The Bible clearly states, for when you fast, do not Look somber as hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others their fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their full reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Matthew 6, 16 through 18. Now that we have gotten the basics out of the way, you may be thinking, why on earth would I want to fast now? And how can this actually help me spiritually? And that is exactly what I'm going to tell you. But first, I do have a fasting guide that will give you a more deep dive on how you can spiritually fast, which you can click the link down below to buy it for only 99 cents. And also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below as well. Number one, to gain control of your flesh. The first of the spiritual benefits to fasting is to gain control of your flesh. If you're a reader of my blog, then I talk about how getting control of your flesh so many times, and I even have a blog on the works of the flesh that you can read by clicking the link down below. As human beings, we can be very weak-minded and allow our flesh to control us. Just to give you an idea on what the flesh is, I'm going to read the following Bible verse. Now practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident by sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promotes heresies, envy, drunkenness, riotous behavior, and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5, 19-21 In short, the flesh are all sinful things that us men kind of feel when Eve decided to eat the fruit and bring these things into the world. I do not think that it's rocket science, but understand that when you read the above things that God does not want us to feel or do these things, yet so many of us do and feel these things anyway and have also completely normalized it. Thinking that we don't have any ability to control our emotions and that's because you're being ruled by the flesh. You do not have to be jealous, angry, or suffer from lust. These are things that can be controlled, which is where the fasting comes in. And as a sidebar, I actually highly suggest you check out my series on understanding the devil that you can watch down below so that you can understand why you need to control your flesh. In the case of the spiritual fasting, the biggest fleshly desire that you are going against is your hunger. And I know what you may be thinking is that being hungry is not a sin. No, it's not, but stick with me. You do not need the works of the flesh to survive, but you do need food to live. During a spiritual fast, your stomach is going to tell you that you're hungry and you're going to feel hungry. You may even feel weak, 
but it's up to your mind to gain control over your flesh to choose to go on with the spiritual fast despite what your flesh is telling you to do. So if you can deny your flesh of something that you need, you'll be able to conquer something that you don't need, aka works of the flesh. Now mind you, not all fasting means you have to fast from food, which is what I talk about in my spiritual fasting guide, which you can click the link down below to buy that. You may have a legitimate health issue like hypoglycemia or diabetes that prevents you from fasting from food. If that is the case, you can do different variations of the fasting, such as the Daniel fast, which I have a separate blog post on it. You can click the link down below to read that. Either way, you have to take something away from yourself that will be difficult for you to give up because that is the only way that the flesh can be conquered. So you may be wondering why it is important to control your flesh. Controlling your flesh is just the first step to controlling yourself. Once you are able to control your body when it is in the state of hunger, you will be able to control your body in the state of anger, in the state of fear, and in the state of anything else that your flesh may be feeling. That will lead you to a stable and not being so easily controlled over your emotions or bad situations around you. Having total control over your flesh allows your mind and your soul to be in charge, not your physical body, which I also talk about in my video down below that you can watch. Everything you need to know about spiritual fasting. Number two, spiritual benefits of fasting is to show God that he is all you need. Like I said before, we need food to live. If we go too long without food, then we can die of starvation. But when you fast, you are literally sending a message to God telling God that you don't need food for survival and the only thing you need is him. And you are trusting that God will fill the void that you are filling even on an empty stomach. When you are fasting and you are completely able to forget about the hunger that you're feeling, instead you are able to feel God's presence and allow him to feel the hunger pains in your body, that is when you truly become aware that God is your salvation and your provider, not food. To better explain my point, I want you to read my blog about the Samaritan woman, which you could click the link down below to read, where she was trying to use men to fill a void in her life that only God can fill, which I also have a video on down below that you could watch. On are you using men to replace God? Number three, case in point, Jesus. Then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had gone without food for 40 days and 40 nights, he became hungry. And the temper came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But Jesus replied, It is written and forever remains within. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 1-4 So 40 days is really a long time, first of all. But there are two main points that I want to bring up. The first is to bring up the spiritual benefit, number one, in the sense that you're controlling your flesh. Look at how long he fasted and Jesus did this fast right before he was going to be crucified and he knew that he would need control over his flesh in order to be able to go through the pain that he was about to suffer. The second point speaks to the spiritual benefits of fasting in which we need God and not food. The devil came to a starving person and started talking to him about food and literally Jesus and a hungry person said, all I need is God and shortly after that Jesus stepped into his purpose. Granted, you may be saying to yourself that he was crucified, and yes, that's true, but that's still a purpose. But my main point here is that fasting brings purpose and also brings about change as well. And if your purpose is not to be crucified, then you have nothing to worry about. Also, check out my video down below on who is the devil and why should you care. Number four, to make God hear you. 
The next of the spiritual benefits of fasting is to make God hear you. How many times have we read in the Bible of all these people fasting in order for their prayer to be heard? And as soon as they fasted, something happened and they got the answer to their prayers. And you may be asking yourself why that is. Well, it really ties into all of what I was talking about. God knows that you need food. He knows that it is hard to go against your flesh and not eat despite your body telling you to. And he knows that even when you are hungry, it is hard to find your only solace in him, which is why he hears your prayers even louder. It is like your hunger pains are crying out to him saying, God, listen to me. I don't need food and I feel like I'm starving. I don't need food right now. I need an answer to my prayer. And so he is more likely to answer your prayer faster. Number five, examples of people in the Bible who fasted for their prayers to be heard. The last of the spiritual benefits is for God to hear you. So take the following Bible characters for example. Esther, go gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat for three days or nights and I and my attendants will fast too. When this is done, I will go to the king even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Esther 4.16 Esther, which I have an entire separate blog post on her that you can read, fasted to save the Jews from being wiped out and also because she was going to go in front of the king unsummoned to ask for something, which means that she could have gotten her head chopped off. So Lord knows that she needed God to hear her prayer to keep her head and to have favor in being victorious in saving the Jews. David. David therefore appealed to God for the child to be healed and David fasted and he went in and lay all night on the ground. 2 Samuel twelve sixteen. In this case, David sinned with another man's wife, Bathsheba, and got her pregnant. God told him the child was going to die, and David fasted for the child, and the child still died. And I know that sounds very depressing. However, David did get an answer to his prayer, even if it wasn't the answer that he wanted to hear. David said, While the child was alive, I fasted and I wept, for I thought, who knows, the Lord may be gracious to me, and the child may live. But now he is dead, so why should I continue to fast? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him when I die, but he will not return to me. 2 Samuel 12, 22-23 Even though the answer to your prayer may not be what you want to hear, you'll get an answer and David knew that once he got an answer, he stopped fasting and moved on. It's not a situation where you are fasting. God told you his answer and then you are fasting some more to change his mind. You may be fasting forever by that point and God has already told you what you needed to know. Fasting is not trying to manipulate God to make him do something after he has already told you he wouldn't. And more than anything, the spiritual benefits of fasting are about spiritual breakthrough and that means accepting the breakthrough in whatever form it may come. Here are the spiritual benefits to fasting, but there's more of them that I want to speak about in my spiritual fasting guide ebook, which you can click the link down below to buy.